0: Amen. Well, two weeks ago, I came to the pulpit with a message that I thought I was going to complete that week. I got two points into it, and so I thought, well, I'll finish it next Sunday. That was last week. I got two more points done, and so now I'm down to two points. So theoretically, we should finish it today. Uh, At least I hope so. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 10. We talked two weeks ago about places we don't want to be, places you don't want to find yourself. One of them was under the juniper tree. Uh, with Elijah, who got discouraged to the point of then being depressed. We talked about uh, how we need to get out of depression, how we need to encourage ourselves in the Lord and seek Him and pray and pursue, keep on keeping on, never, ever, ever give up. Then we talked secondly about the whale's belly, another place you don't want to be because that's a place of disobedience. So a place of discouragement, a place of disobedience. You know the story, how that uh, uh, Jonah fled from the presence of God And God told him specifically the mission he had for him, specifically what he wanted him to do. And and Jonah said, I'm not having any part of that. I'm getting out of here. And he did. And his trek away from God was always down, 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 down. We read several scriptures where he went down to Joppa, down to a ship, down into the sides of the ship, down into the ocean, down into the depths of the ocean. So it's always a downward path when you're going away from God. Then we talked about the housetop, the scripture, the passage that I always hate reading, always hate it because David is such an incredible character in the Word of God and such an incredible man of God, and then for him to fail and to fall, and that's the place of defilement where he took another man's wife. Not only did he take another man's wife, it was the granddaughter of his trusted counselor who was like hearing from God himself. It was the daughter of one of his great warriors. It was, a, it was the, the wife of another great warrior. And, and he plotted and tried to conceal the pregnancy that was the result of this liaison. And uh, since that didn't work, uh, because Uriah was an honorable man, and you have to read the story to catch all of that, uh, so he sent Uriah into the forefront of the battle and withdrew around from around him, left him to be killed by the enemy, which he was, along with several others. So, so this, this this lusting in his heart and mind resulted in murder and death of several people and then the consequences of which came on his own family with the death of the baby and a daughter who was morally attacked by a brother, a brother who was then killed by another brother, and a brother who rose up in rebellion, and another brother who was uh, unfaithful with some of the concubines uh, of King David. So <clears throat> what, a, what a mess. I, that's a, uh, a, a terrible, terrible chapter, a terrible time in the life of David. Then we talked about the fire of the unbeliever being the place of denial and how the apostle Peter was at the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong pr- crowd. And when you run with the wrong crowd, a companion of fools shall be destroyed. It will co- have consequences for you. That brings us to today in a place called Egypt. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 10, there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. Have you been to Egypt? How many have been to Egypt? Okay. Uh, All right. A few. All right. Uh, Pat and I went there in the late 70s. I think it was. That's a long time ago. They were still building the pyramids at that (laughs) point in time. And uh, I I absolutely love the pyramids. We got to go up inside uh, the pyramids and and get into the room where the sarcophagus and and all of that stuff was. There was no gold there. I was greatly disappointed in that. Uh, But we did see King Tut's treasures there in Egypt in the museum and that was pretty amazing Egyptology was always one of my favorite exhibits exhibits or sections of the uh, museum the Chicago Natural History Museum you've been there fits uh, an incredible place I was always mesmerized by the the mummies and all the stuff in in Egyptology section uh, the Sphinx, we got to see that, the Nile River, their hot bread was incredible, baked in these ovens, unbelievable food, and the camel rides, that was different. Uh, and, but there was a lot of poverty, and everything seemed dry and dusty and uh, sandy, I guess, and it was hard to imagine that Egypt was a significant world power 1,500 years before Christ, was born 1500 years before christ one of the earliest advanced civilizations were kind of a dominating type civilization Uh, first beginnings in the fertile nile valley around 3150 bc and if you're a young earth uh, believer which i'm a i believe in a young earth i don't believe in a uh, millions and millions and millions of years old earth i believe god created the earth uh, and, and it's relatively young uh, and he created it with the appearance of age, he created it with uh, mineral resources and, and so on and so forth. Uh, I, I just another su- subject for another time, but, but I believe that it was one of the first worldwide or world dominating uh, cultures. Ancient Egypt reached the zenith of her power uh, during the new kingdom in 1570 to 1070 or so BC under some great pharaohs, some incredible pharaohs. And ancient Egypt was a power to be contended with, both by the Near East and, uh, and Sub-Saharan Africa and Israel. Israel had to oftentimes contend with the pharaohs and with Egypt. So why did Abraham, not yet called Abraham, called Abram, why did Abram leave the Ur of the Chaldees? He was, he was from a, a university city, so to speak. The Ur of the Chaldees was a, was a highly advanced um, very educated place, kind of a university town. And why did he leave? Well, we find it out in the, in the scriptures. Now the Lord has said to Abram, get out of that country and from thy kindred, from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. We're beginning here the Abrahamic covenant, the promise of God uh, to Abraham. If you will follow me, here's what I will do. I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing and listen to this i i personally believe this is still applicable uh to 2019 uh to today to right now i will bless them that bless you and curse him that curses you i believe that the abrahamic covenant with the promise there of being a friend to israel exists still today that That is, in my mind, has never been rescinded. They are God's people. I know as a nation, they're they're not believers in Christ as the Messiah as a whole, uh, but they will one day. And so um, I will bless them that bless you, curse him that curses you, and in you shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and his nephew Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his princess, not yet called Sarah, Sarai, uh, which means princess, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered. And the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sikkim, unto the plain of Morah, and the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto your seed will I give this land. It's, it's all going to be yours. And there built he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And he removed from there to a mountain to the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and Hai on the east. And there he built an altar unto the Lord and he called upon the name of the Lord and Abram journeyed going on still toward the south. He was obedient. He left everything. Guys, gals, I don't think we can fully appreciate that God appeared to Abram and said, I want you to leave the only... Place You've ever lived. I want you to leave where all your family is. I want to leave. I want you to leave the place of your roots. A lot of you are military. So you know what it's like to have to leave everything, leave everyone and go not only across the country, but halfway around the world. Oftentimes, you know how it is more than anyone to be away from family to be away from the influence uh, and, and all of that that's involved with having close family and friends. Uh, but uh, so he, he obeyed God in this. He, he packed up everything. He took off and, and went where God would show him. But then he moved to Egypt. He sojourned in Egypt. He visited in Egypt. He traveled in Egypt. And this is a type in the word of God of worldliness and compromise. Egypt and the Egyptians were not known for their worship of God. They were known for their worship of the sun God. They had lots of gods, actually, lots of idols, but the sun god uh, was the supreme god that they recognized, and so it's moving away from the true god uh, and the the place of Bethel, the house of God, going down to Egypt, which is a place of the world, and I think we need to be reminded in the the face of what uh, Fitz is going to be teaching uh, that he learned from the word of God as taught by David Platt is that the the worldliness, we've talked about this a little bit lately, the Western church, and I mean the American church primarily, uh, we again um, don't realize what a lot of Christians are going through. Almost every day, if you're on Facebook, almost every day you'll hear about Christians that have been killed in some part of uh, of the world. People are dying for their faith. People are dying for the Christian faith. And we have, you know, we we just have it made here. We we come to church. We cross over this 50-year-old bridge now. I had this wonderful thought that what if it, you know, it's 50 years old. What if it gave out? So I didn't tell you that, but that's what I was thinking. Uh, But, I mean, we come into this beautiful town and this beautiful church.